The last thing we were discussing was the measurements and weights and sizes of the food we would need for an Ayruv. And we said whatever the amount of that food you would eat for two Saudot, that's how much you would need for an Ayruv. Now, we also said this, the last thing we discussed was the statement of Rav Shmuel that anything that is eaten with bread now goes down in size to the amount you would eat with bread in a Sauda. Raw meat, we said, was not eaten with bread, and we saw a mahlukit when it came to roasted meat. Rabbah said you eat it with bread, Rabbi Yosef said you don't eat it with bread, and his proof is from the Persians. But we said Persians are not the majority of the world. So maybe Rav Yosef was trying to be mahmir, because we have a minhag to be mahmir with Iruv, we have a brother Braita that we're mekil with Iruv, and we go by everyone by the more lenient size. And we ended up with stuck with the question on Rav Yosef. With that, we are starting with uh, that Lamed Amud Aleph, the fifth line in, in the middle, where it says, Umi Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Hachi. Now, did Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar really say that the shi'ur of, uh, of an Iru, for a person who's really, really hungry, is like the average uh, person? The Hatanya, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Og Melech Habashan, Og Melech Habashan, who passed away inside a house, the doorway that is going to be it's going to make everything that goes through it tameh is is the one that's the size that will be able to get him out of there. Meaning we go by the we go by everyone based on his size, not by the average person. Now just give me a second to explain. Usually when there's a tameh in the house, all the doorways are tameh because we don't know which door the tameh is going to come out of. Unless we know one specific door that the mate is going to come out of, then that one is metameh uh, and not nothing else. Bishimom depends on the person's size. If he's a huge person, he's going to obviously go through the huge door, not the other doors. But any other door, even if they are uh, four tefahim open, which in general that uh, is the limit, but in this case it's, it's worthless. Therefore, you have to go by person size. Now, bottom line, as you see from Bishamor Belazar, we go by the person. We don't go by uh, something in general. So then why over here by by uh, Ayruv, he said by a hungry person, we go by the average person. So the Abaye explains, no, Hatam by that person, let's be realistic. How am I going to get this Ogmel uh, Chabashan out of the house? I'm going to cut him into pieces and take him out. Therefore, the average four tefahdor is worthless in this type of case. And uh, when it comes to Ayruv, uh, just uh, have this hungry person uh, eat less or something. But the uh, bottom line is, uh, we go by the average person. Now, the Gemara asks the question, Do they argue, like a betumah of Ogmel Chabashan coming out of a house, do they argue with him? Uh, that means... Do they say we go by a general, the average Joe, or do we go by specifics and they agree with him? Tashima, the Marababar Hana, Marabi Hanan, Ogmela Chabashan, Pitho Arbaa. You see that Rababar Hana said the name of Bihanan, the Ogmel Chabashan, four Tavahim, like every other Joe, meaning uh, you don't need uh, uh, an opening the size of Ogmel Chabashan. Like Mara says, Hatam over there, the Ikapitahim Ktanim Tuva. There's a lot of small uh, there's a lot of small doors. Maybe over there's talking about case where they have a lot of small doors and there's one big door. 
Which door is he going to open up? Which door is he going to break down and uh, try to get this og out? Obviously the biggest one. You know the Tum'ah is going to come out of there. Therefore, that's the Tameh one. That's Rashi's explanation. Ritva has a different explanation. It's in Masechet Betzad Daflayim Eitzayin Ayin Sham. Now, Amar Bihiyah Bar Avasheh Amarav Me'arvin Bebasar Hai. We do Iru with raw meat. Amarav Shimi Bar Hiyah Me'arvin Bebetzim Hayot. We can even do Iru with raw eggs. The Kama, how much Amarav Nachman by Yitzhak, Sinai, which is Rav Yosef. We saw that he's a Sinai, Rav Zalkir Harim. Sinai, Amar Shetai, we need two eggs. And the reason that the raw meat and raw eggs can work because sometimes we do eat the raw meat and raw eggs, Bekoshi, but we do eat it. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Hanoder min hamazon, mutar, bemaim, and salt. Person who vows I'm not going to eat uh, food, he's allowed to eat salt and water. Now the Gemara is medayek melachomaim who deloy krimazon. Salt and water is not called food. Ha kol mila, but everything else ikrimazon is called uh, food. Lema teveti uftad the Rav Shmuel should be machloket on Rav and Shmuel. The Rav Shmuel the Amrit Arvayu and mevarchin bore minim ezonot. We ella al hameshet minin bilvad. We only say bore minim ezonot on five uh, type of uh, grains. Uh, uh, wheat, barley, rye, oats, spelt, because only they fill you up. Now we're going to be medayek like this. Over here, we understand that only these five grains are mez- mazon. They're only considered mazon. They fill you up. They're called mazon. But we just learned in our mishnah that my mumelah is not mazon, but everything else is mazon for argument purposes. An apple is considered mazon. Now the Gemara asks on this uh, this this question. It doesn't understand why do you even bring this up. Velot vina hadazimna. We went through the sugya once upon a time. Masechet berachot dafla medzayin pereket sad mevarchim. We went through this. We asked the question on them. But now the Gemara asks back. Yeah, but lematevetuif tayunam meha. But we'll say that uh, over there, there's a, you know there's a problem with that uh, Gemara. Also from here, Amarabuna no. Our Mishnah is dealing with Be'omer Kol Hazan Alai. Anything that satiates you. And not Tafka Mazon like in Mezono terms. Anything that satiates me. So Mazon would be the five grains. And Hazan means anyone, anything that uh, satiates me. And that's what we're discussing over here. So person says, I'm not going to put in my mouth anything that satiates me. Uh, over there, he's allowed to eat salt and water. So now the Gemara asks, you tell me, Fine, you're telling me that only salt and water doesn't uh, satiate you. Everything else satiates you. When I went after Rabbi Yohanan to eat the fruits of the Ginosar, which is in the which is in the area of the Kineret and Eretz Israel, when we were a hundred students, each one took ten fruits. And when we were ten students, everyone would take a hundred. Meaning either way, we would take a thousand fruits. And each a hundred fruit, you'd have to hold it with a basket of three se'ah. And Rabbi Yohanan read all of them. And he would swear that I didn't taste anything. Bottom line is you see that other things, you eat it all day and they don't satiate you. Tzikmah explains, no, Emma Mezona. Rabbi Yohanan swore that he didn't taste anything that satiates him.
but maybe anachinami he was satiated from what he ate. Now the Gemara says, marav So a person swears he's not going to eat this uh, bread. Me'arvin loba. He's allowed to. Uh, he's allowed to do iruv uh, with it. Meaning he could. Uh, someone else could eat it. So it's good for him. The same thing with the wine and the nazir. However, kikar zo'alai, a person is osir the hana'a, you will not have any enjoyment from this piece of bread, in me'arbin loba, you can't do an a'irub for him with that. Metiveh, so, Gemara asks from a b'raita, hanoder mina kikar me'arbin loba, a person swears from, uh, from, uh, from a kikar, from a piece of bread, he's, you're allowed to do a'irub for him. My love, the amar alai, didn't he say that he's not going to have any benefit from this piece of bread, and still you're allowed to do an a'irub? The Gemara says, "Lo, no, the Amar Zo." That means he said, "I'm not going to eat this piece of bread." And Hachinami Mistaban, it makes sense that we're talking about eating. The Katane Sefa. What does it say in that Sefa? Ematai. When you're allowed to do Iru for him, Bismach Shamashiv Asheh Lo Et Amena. When he swore he's not going to taste it, but he was never Oser the benefit on him. So now the Gemara asks, "Aval Amar Alai Mai." But if a person said, "I'm not going to have any benefit from this piece of bread," what's Halacha? Okay, so we're not going to do Ayruf for him. So the Braita later on said that if this Kikar is Hekdesh, you can't do Ayruf for him. You don't do Ayruf with something that is Kadosh because no one else could enjoy it. It's meant for the Beta Megdash, it's meant for Hashem, it's not meant for any human. Why don't you just uh, explain over there? We're, uh, with, uh, we're talking about Prince of of Cholin and say, He could do Ayruv if he said, I'm not going to eat this. But if he said, If he said, I'm not going to have any Hana'ah, then uh, you don't do Ayruv for it. Now the Gemara pushes back, yeah, but what are you going to say? You're going to come and tell me that every time you said the word Allah, you're allowed to do Iruv, then Kashya Resha, then you have a problem with the Resha. What did Resha say? It said over there, When I'm not going to taste it. Meaning that if he said Allah, you're not allowed to do Iruv. So the Gemara explains, No. We're missing words, and this is the way he's supposed to say it. A person swears from uh, enjoy vows that he's not going to enjoy from this a piece of bread. You're allowed to do iru from him. Even if he said, I'm not going to have any benefit, it's going to be like he swore that he's not going to taste it, which is only a surah but not bahana'a. However, you still have a problem with Ravuna. He held that you don't uh, do iru when you say the word alai. I'm not going to have benefit from him. So the explains who the Amar Kibila is. Rav Huna holds Kibila is. The Tanya Rabila is Romer. Shavua Shelo Chal Kikar Zo Me'arvin Lova. Where a person swears he's not going to eat this, you're allowed to do Iruv. However, if Kikar Zo Alai, I'm not going to have benefit from this uh, piece of bread. And Me'arvin Lova, you can't do Iruv. So now the Gemara asks, Umi Amar Rabila is Rahi. Did Rabila is really say this? V'Hatanya Ze'Aklal Adam Oser Atzmo Be'Ochel. A person who was Oser said something is prohibited unto me. Uh, by eating, we could do an iruv for him because he didn't prohibit anything on himself. He just said, I'm not going to be the one eating. However, when he said, the bread is asur to me, because now the bread is, is, is something asur to him. Has nothing to do with um, action that he does, rather that it in itself it becomes asur to him. 
It becomes sort of like not kosher food to him. It's nothing to do with uh, what you do. Rabbi Le'ezer, however, Omer, Kikarzo alai me'arvin loba. Kikarzo hekdesh en me'arvin loba. No, even if a person said he will not have benefit from this, this is asur to me, still you can do a'iruf uh, for him. However, if you said this is hekdesh, then you can't do a'iruf uh, on it. While if he she'en me'arvin loba hekdeshot, you can't do a'iruf with hekdesh. It's a surah to everyone. Now, bottom line is, what do you see that from Rabbi Le'ezer? That he holds that if a person said that this is a surah to me, you could still do Iruv. So the Gemara answers, no, two Tanaim are saying in the name of Rabbi Le'ezer. One held that Rabbi Le'ezer felt that Kikarzo Alai, you don't do Iruv. And one and Rav Huna is the one who, who held that Rabbi Le'ezer felt that you could do Iruv. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to the Mishnah, Me'arvin the Nazir Bayain, and he said it to You could do a uh, for a for a Nazir with wine, which he can't have, but other people could have. And same thing with Yisrael Truma, it's good for a Kohen. Matnitin deloke Bet Shamai. Our Mishnah is not like Bet Shamai. Tanya Bet Shamai Omrim, Er Me'arvin the Nazir Bayain, Uli Sayel Betruma. Bet Shamai does not allow it. Bet Hilel Omrim, no, Me'arvin the Nazir Bayain, Uli Sayel Betruma. And I'm ruling Bet Hilel Bet Shamai. Bet Hillel told Bet Shammai, E'atem amodim, don't you admit, Shemearvin legadol beyom ha-kippurim, that we do a'iruv for someone on Yom Kippur, even though he can't eat, since, a, since someone small could eat, someone under the age of 12 or 13 could eat, don't you admit we could do it on, on Yom Kippur? Amru lahen, Bet Shammai told Bet Hillel, Aval, you're right. Aval over here does not mean but. It over here means emet. Aval hatanu aviru pashanu. Aval means yes, we did indeed. That's the tr- translation of aval. So now Bet Shammai tells Bet Aval, you're right. Amulahen. So now Bet tells Bet Shammai. So, Keshem Shemarvin legadol beim Kippurim. The same way we do Iru for someone who's older on Yom Kippur. Ken Me'arvin the Nazir Beyain. Same way we do it for a Nazir with wine. With Israel Betruma. Even though they can't have it, someone else could have it. Ubet Shammai, they would answer back. Hatam Ika Saudar over there, at least they could eat before Kippur. This food was never good for him whatsoever, period. Uh, the Nazir with the wine, Truma with Israel, they can never have a period. Now the Gemara asks, Keman, who does this Braita that Bet Shammai agrees with Ayruv? Who does that go? Like, Deloka Hanya, Nalak Hanya, Tanya, Hanya Omer. They did not agree with this whole Ayruv uh, with the food over there. Why? They want you to bring your bed. They want you to bring everything you're going to be using. Put it over there in the middle of the field. And that's uh, the only way you could do it. And the Gemara tries also now to figure out. Who does this bright go with? If a person did his Ayruv wearing black clothing. Erev Shabbat, and then lo bilvanim. So the next morning, when you want to leave at home, don't go out with white clothing. Bilvanim, and the same thing. If you did yaru with white clothing, lo yetzeh bishchorim, you can't put on a black uh, suit. Keman, who does that go like? Amar Nachman Baritzhak, Hananiah. He goes like Hananiah. Ve'libad bechamai. That according to Hananiah, according to bechamai, you have to bring everything, all your your entire house uh, to that area where you plan to do the eruv from. And the Gemara asks, according to Hananiah, which uh, if you did the Iruv with your white clothing, 
where you're allowed to go out with your black clothing. You're not allowed to go out with your black clothing, but you're allowed to go out with your white clothing. But your roof never was done. We understood that your your period it doesn't this roof uh, doesn't work period at all until you take out everything over there. So Gemara explains. This is what he means. If you were wearing white clothing and you need black clothing, even with white clothing you can't go out of the tomb because you didn't bring out all your kelim. Now, who does that go according to? Keman, Amar of Nachman by Itzhak, Hananiah, Hiveli, Bade, Bet Shammai. That's Hananiah, according to Bet Shammai. If you didn't take out everything, you can't do that, Iruv Tehumin. Now, the Gemara goes into Sumchus, Sumchus, Omer, Beholin. You can't do it with Trumah, Hasim, Beholin. Now, the Gemara is trying to understand, Ve'ilu le Nazir, Be'ayin, Lopalik. He didn't argue with the the wine with the Nazir, he only argued with the Trumah part. So what's going on? So my tama, why is he not arguing with the wine and the nazir? So the Gemara explains if Shadimichilanizirute, because he could you know go to Hacham do Hatarat Nidarim and now he could drink wine on Shabbat. Ihachi Teruma Nami if Shadimichili Avetal Teruma also you could do a Hatarat Nidarim and say that this Teruma is not Teruma anymore, it goes back to being holy and take out a different part. The Gemara and explains Imichilala Hadratibla. Because even if you did teruma, it, goes, it doesn't go back to holding, it goes back to, to tevil. Te, uh, tevil is food that you didn't give any terumah to masrot on, and you can't eat it anyways. So the Gemara explains, okay, but if you always have that option of doing terumah, not by physically taking out terumah, but saying that corner, for example, is uh, terumah. And that allows this section to be eaten. It's not, uh, it's not uh, tevil anymore, now it's holin. The Gemara answers, Lo nechshedu haverim litrom shelom inamukaf. Haverim, people who are uh, extremely uh, pious, are not uh, the type to give terumah when the two foods are not next to each other. That's the real way to do terumah. And the Ritba explains, that's the real deen. It's only a b'di'avat shebab'di'avat to go uh, take a somewhere some fruit or vegetable from another corner somewhere else and do uh, terumah that way. So the Gemara explains, okay, take that pile that used to be teruma, and you can now do the do hatarane darim, and and take a part of it there, give it teruma to maasrot, and whatever's left use as the iruv. The Gemara answers, then whatever's left wouldn't have a shiur of uh, two seodot. So the Gemara now asks, umai, what type of uh, terutz is that? What kind of answer is that? Paska, you tell me it's exact that when people come to do an Aruf, they bring exactly to Saudot, they don't give uh, not even a little bit more. And that led Sumchus to say to, to argue only by Truma, not by Yayin of the Nazir. Like my answer is Ela, you have to explain that Sumchus Savala Kerabanan. So Sumchus holds like Rabanan. Anything that already goes there on it, and since it was uh, it was asur, it was teruma, you can't fix it, so therefore already by the time when the iruv was ready to be made, it you can't you can't use this is like already deemed unusable, and therefore some felt that teruma that you can't eat. You even even if you would uh, do hatarat and darim and everything, it's still not usable. Ben
So now the Gemara asks, So the next part, who, who, who does the following go like? Certain uh, things when it comes to halacha, we go by the, by the person himself. For example, when a Kohen has to give a minha, he has to take a fistful, except the, the thumb and the pinky, and he has to put it on the Mizbeah. Again, each Kohen depending on his size. And same idea, a fistful for the Ketoret, depending on of Yom Kippur, depending on the Kohen. And a person who drinks a, a mouthful on Yom Kippur, depending on the person. And two Saudot for an Ayruv. Keman, who does that go like? The Gemara answers, Amar Bizera, Somchos. See, that goes according to Somchos, the Amar. We go by what the person himself needs for two seudot. Because we know, according to Rabbanan, we go by the average person, whatever the average person needs for two seudot, even though it's not enough for the person himself, still we go by the average person. So now the Gemara says, So this Mishnah that says we go by each person, maybe it argues that Rabbi Shimon ben Al-Azhar, said, we do iru for a sick person or an, or an old person, whatever he could eat, which is even a little bit, and the person is really, really hungry by the average person. And by the really, really hungry person, we don't say more food. So Gemara explains, no, Targuma Aholev is when we said lefi mashehu adam, that's going on the the, uh, the sick person or the or the old person. Aval raftan batla dato etzel kol adam. The raftan, the person who's really hungry, his whatever he his whatever he feels like he wants to eat is batel compared to the average person. Now we're going back to the Mishnah, Kohen Pras. If a Kohen put it in Bet Pras, which is a field where we lost a, a grave over there, and the entire area is Safek Tumamet, the Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Menapeyah Adam, Bet Pras Ve'olech. A person can just blow or sweep in front of him, and if he sees anything, he'll go around it. If they're big bones, okay, you know, he knows not to step out there. If it's small bones, doesn't make a difference. And therefore, since you could do that system without uh, actually moving these bones, you're not tameh. Rav Yehuda bar de Rav Yehuda Amar beta pras shenidash tahor. Rav Yehuda says, Rav Yehuda bar says in the name of Rav Yehuda, once people stepped on it, a whole bunch of people walked, it becomes tahor. And any bone that was there is probably crushed to smaller than a barley size, and therefore a Kohen could put the, his Ayruv in a Bet Pras. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Af Bebet Kvarot. A, a Kohen could even put his Ayruv in an actual cemetery. And the Gemara brings a Brayta, Tana, What's the reason? Because he could put himself in a box that's uh, blocking the Tum'ah from touching him or from going into him. Uh, he could put himself in a box, in a closet, anything like that, and, and therefore he could go into the Beit Kvarot and eat it. Now the Gemara says, Kasava, uh, it sounds like a Buda holds Ohel Zaruk Sheme Ohel. An Ohel, the tent that is that is flying from one place to the other, is still considered an Ohel and then blocks the Tum'ah. 
goes according to the following machloket of Rabbi a person who goes into outside of Eretz Israel area migdal in a box closet anything that is huge Rabbi Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda metaher Rabbi held that an oil that is flying is not considered an oil and therefore it doesn't block the Tum'ah. Umor Savar and Rabbi Yosib Rabbi felt Ohel Zaruk Sheme Ohel and it blocks the Tum'ah. And you have to say the same thing in our Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda holds that oil Zaruk is, is considered an oil and therefore a Kohen can get to the uh, to the food in the in the cemetery and therefore uh, he allows you to put the roof there and hakamim said uh, that it's not considered an oil and it's not blocking the tum'ah and therefore you can't put it in the cemetery now what might seem to be as a simple tum'ah and tahara sugya ended up being a huge mahloket uh, between the poskim legabe kohen flying on a plane that goes over a cemetery or if you're on a bus that's uh, driving through an area in Israel where you know that there was dead bodies buried here at one point or another. This is a shela that was brought up uh, ready from before World War II and uh, it continued Adayomaze. Uh, Dif- different poskim had different ideas of how to take care of this problem, especially now that they fly the deceased from uh, different countries to Eretz Israel and Kohanim are on that plane. How exactly do we, do we have a Hatzitzah? I know El Allah has hired uh, rabbis and poskim and they work with uh, institu- halachic institutes in exactly how to, uh, to kosher the, the flying over cemeteries and with uh, the deceased in the plane. And it's a great sugya to get into. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.